0: hi everyone this is your girl nikita and welcome to the perfectly powerful you podcast hello everybody and welcome back to the perfectly powerful you podcast this is your host nikita and we're trying something new today i have blurred background and i'm slowly learning just little tips and tricks on making this more aesthetic, more appealing, and more in alignment with the growth that I am encouraging myself to do. So, blurring the background. We'll see how we love. It might stay, it might not. But that is okay because we're trying something new when I'm here for newness and always just the fun and play of the experiment that is life. I trust, hope, and expect that you are all, do- you are all doing Fan for tastic today. It is a glorious day. I'm here in Kamloops for the Easter weekend. When you guys are listening to this or watching this, um, it is probably a couple weeks past due. However, as I'm recording this, because I'm being ahead of schedule, I am. Enjoying the quiet calm that is Kamloops, the beautiful sagey semi-desert that is Camloops, and really enjoying being back here. It is definitely far from being in the tropical or rather temperate forest that I am used to, but I am thoroughly enjoying being with family and friends and enjoying some peace and quiet. And um, on the topic of peace and quiet, we're talking all about forgiveness today. I really, really, really love this topic because I think that it is a very important thing to develop practice, or rather forgiveness as a daily practice because it is something that just as we all want to be forgiven and we all want to know that people don't hold resentment or judgment over ourselves, that we can also offer the same to not only ourselves but to others as well because... We're all on this planet. We're all just experiencing life. And I think that many of us think that we um, are just have it all figured out or maybe not. I know that myself, I up until now operated on a paradigm of perfection that I felt as though in a lot of situations that over my better judgment, I felt as though I had to show up perfectly that in every situation that I had to present myself where, um, well, people would see me in a certain way where they're like, ah, there's goes Nikki. She's such like a Sally sunshine. Like here she goes, just enjoying her life and always making sure that she's taking care of everybody. And I realize now that holding myself to a standard like that can feel a little bit constricting because I think that well, again, we're just in this ex- beautiful experiment called life that we don't always show up skillfully. And even though we would love to be able to uh, just have these wonderful expectations that we're all going to get along most of the time, that we can all hold space for each other most of the time, that we can just like get along and enjoy our, each other's company. And even with those we love, especially those we love, that um, maybe when we have a certain expectation about how we expect people to show up in our life, Maybe it's because of past experiences with them or maybe just like our own perceptions about how um, we would love them to show up, how we um, perceive them. And then we kind of like make up little images in our head about how we would love them to continue to show up in our life. But sometimes just as we don't always show up um, well, perfectly, neither does everybody else. And something that I've come to grow far more fond of is being able to see situations from multiple perspectives. And this takes rigor. It takes a lot of self-love as well, because I think that, um, well, a quote that really stands out for me is one by Buddha where it's like um, resentment and judgment and guilt is like, holding a really hot coal and maybe you've heard this before that the like holding the hot coal, you're intending to throw it at the person because you think that they've wronged you in some way and you want to throw it because you want them to feel the same hurt that by chance that they've done to you. But all the while the person who gets most burned is well, you. And I think it's a really beautiful metaphor for recognizing that no one will ever and I'll say this again always always that we're the only ones in our head we're the only ones who are taking the action steps in service of our vision we're the only ones who are living our life and forgiveness as a practice is something that can take some rigor Because, again, something that um, comes to mind is that we may not have to forgive the action of how people show up, no matter what it is. It it might be something that has really, really triggered us, that has what felt like um, cut really deep into our core, where it feels like we've um, attributed that action to be... um, coinciding with a person like that person is that action like they did that to me they are the wrong person I have no part of this and um, because of that one thing that they did they no longer deserve the love um, and forgiveness that um, well that I can offer them but I think that and I love thinking about this as well so feel free if you'd love to try this on as well that we don't have to forgive the action. But we can forgive the person that just as we all want to know that there has been a time in our life that we haven't actually shown up very skillfully and that we can hold maybe judgment and resentment over ourselves because there's something that came up we lashed out at somebody that we um, really it didn't feel in alignment with us. And we hold that guilt for ourselves. But that just as we want to know that someone else would forgive us for our own actions, because Every action is a call or cry for love. We don't do things because we intentionally want to hurt people. Sometimes we do things because it's a pattern that we've known that maybe the tools and the mindset that we have today, or maybe a few years from now is nothing like who we were years ago or an hour ago that we have self-awareness to be able to, Acknowledge that, no, maybe how I showed up wasn't actually the way that I would love to continue to show up. But if someone holds it against you, it's like they continue to try to um, put you in a category or a box where um, maybe you don't feel like that person anymore. But when they continue to perpetuate that scenario, or maybe you continue to perpetuate that scenario in your head, It's like you continue to box yourself in a category or they box you in a category that no longer feels in alignment with you. And it's literally like cutting yourself off from love and judgment, guilt, and resentment are like on a lower frequency, love and joy and prosperity and forgiveness are all the way up here. Resentment and judgment and um, wrongdoing is down here. Like they're not on the same level. So one cannot have love. They're basically, it's like putting um, Gandalf at the um, just barrier saying, you shall not pass. Because when one is saying that you do not deserve forgiveness, you do not deserve love, you must hold on to this guilt because this action that you've done has hurt and wronged me. So from a standpoint of self-forgiveness, where up until now, maybe there's been a feeling of judgment, self-judgment, that um, an action that we've continued to um, repattern, that we've continued to live into, um, maybe we're recognizing it. And maybe we see this as something where it's... Let me actually give an example because it came up today and it seems very little in my retrospect now, but during this time, it actually felt really, really big to me because I was operating on a mindset of lack and scarcity. And this is how I showed up. So a really, really good friend of mine, a very abundant, loving and prosperous and generous friend of mine, we love giving each other gifts. And for a long time, it was actually a very big part of me because of the pattern of thinking that I grew up in was a lot of lack and scarcity. That whenever I'd go over to her house, um, especially for Christmas or birthdays or honestly any sort of, um, holiday, there was always, um, an abundant amount of gifts wrapped in like these beautiful frilly bows in a really expensive wrapping paper. And when I say that it would fill up a room, it would fill up an entire room of just the abundant amount of gifts that her family, um, accumulatively would be able to afford for one another. And while, like, when I would go over, there would be a part of me because I did not experience that same um, abundance in that specific form. I recognize now that abundance comes in so many different forms and it doesn't have to be in specifically gifts, but for them, like that is how they, like they showed their love. They showed it through being able to um, exchange their monetary forms of abundance for tangible um, gifts. And I think it is so beautiful. I take a lot of inspiration from it now but I also recognize that there was a part of me that was operating in a lot of lack and scarcity that when I would go over I would compare myself to the fact that oh well my family doesn't do that Um, I must not be as abundant as her because I'm seeing literally like it's right in front of my face all of these gifts that I um, do not see in my life and so, um, what came up recently is because, um, since then we've moved away, but we still love to be able to treat each other and say, "Hi, like I bought you a gift, I was thinking about you, sending it your way, and um, that's how we would um just kind of you know just still be in each other's lines and still be able to exchange this form of abundance um to each other, so at the level of fact. I felt as though um, my current um, well, bank account, what the monetary forms of abundance that I have in my bank account did not show the same level of, of abundance that I felt inside. So there was kind of a discrepancy between the, um, my desire to give these elaborate gifts and show the same reciprocity as my friend does and she would always what felt like to me go above and beyond like her generosity really meets no bounds it is just like she sees something and it doesn't take her very long to be able to like yes I want that for like I'm thinking about Nikita I'm thinking about how like I would love her to wear that or use that and it's it's very easy for her to um, be able to to like spend um, large amounts of money on me. And I'm really, really grateful. And I recognize that as love. And there was a part of me that, um, and this is where the self-judgment came in because um, at the level of fact, um, however many months ago or years ago, that there was a part of me that said, actually your gift got lost in the mail. But there was no gift at all, and that ate away at me so much because there was a part of me that really wanted to express the same kind of love she showed for me in gift giving and But there was a part of me that it felt and I felt far more comfortable just saying that um oh, it got lost in the mail as opposed to saying. I chose not to spend money on you because I felt so much scarcity and lack that it was easier for me to say that it didn't come at all, as opposed to saying, um, I, I don't have it for you. And I kind of like put it off from me. But of course, like revealing this to her today, because we did have a sit down conversation. And that kind of that guilt that um, I put on myself, that judgment, that resentment, that not only did I feel like I lied to her, but that um, I was like, well, Nikita, you preach abundance, you live into it every single day that it is not what is physically in your life and your circumstances, but how you feel. And I recognize this now. And I live into it more and more every day that Regardless of the circumstances, abundance is a feeling. It is a feeling of having enough and then some. It's a feeling of being safe. It's a feeling of knowing that I can spend frivolously if I want, but I also choose not to because I love to live by a budget. Um, but regardless of that, I held on to that for a very, very long time. And I recognized that love on the outside, to be able to be more receptive of love, I have to give it back to myself. And it may take a lot. It may take um, a lot of repatterning because our paradigms, they wanna keep us down. They wanna keep us at a certain level where we feel comfortable. And sometimes it can feel rigorous and very vulnerable to straight up say, um, I feel like I've done wrong. But the only person that was ever judging me that was blocking me from the love that I know that I am deserving of was me because at the level of fact, I didn't think I was deserving of receiving any more gifts from her, Um, receiving love in general, receiving forgiveness that like every time I came up, it kept me comfortable because I said, oh, I would really love to do this. I would really love to give her this gift. But then like that image that would pop into my head and say, but remember when you didn't actually give it to her and that you said that it existed, but it didn't, that you lied, that um, you just like all these different things that would come up in my head because I um, recognized that it was just a repeating pattern to be able to hold me away from love and... I didn't want to feel that way anymore, that I wanted to so badly live into even more abundance, but I couldn't do that unless I forgave myself and forgave myself and forgave myself and would keep continuing to forgive myself because sometimes it's not one and done. Sometimes forgiveness is over and over and over again to remind yourself that we may not always show up skillfully. And even me, surprise, surprise, we're all just human. And that even though some things may feel so big in the moment, that like this feeling that I had inside me, this scarcity and lack that I was operating on, that caused me to take an action that current Nikki, like the the Nikita that I know today, would easily spend money on a friend and would easily just straight up send it. And if I chose not to want to spend money, I could easily say, actually, I would love to be able to um, be able to show my love in a different way. Would you be open and receptive to maybe instead of a gift, like something else that felt more in alignment with me, that uh, maybe that circumstances, my bank account looks like a certain way, but if I would love to give a gift, I can. If I'd love to choose to save that money and put it towards something else, I know, I know in my heart that the love that my friend feels for me is like, of course, like gifts are fantastic. I love giving them. I love receiving them too, but please don't like put yourself out because you you feel like it necessary to give me a gift. I know and I hold my friend to such a high esteem that There was no one else judging me, not even her, except for myself. And so when we choose to allow ourselves to feel even more deserving of love, we remove that barrier. We are able to recognize where we are at today, give ourselves a little bump, little high five, little like go into a snake, Go into fireworks and just praise ourselves for recognizing that. No, I actually didn't show up very skillfully, but no, I don't choose to judge or resent myself anymore for that action because I recognize and honor where my mind is now. But I also know why I chose to take that action step. That. I wanted to feel safe with my own account, like my, my my bank account. So I chose not to spend money because I felt as though um, by doing that, I would be um, even more in lack, which again, I recognize is like an a opposite of what abundance means, that Should I feel ever in lack, it means that um, abundance isn't real because like from abundance is scooped abundance is still more abundance remains. So to feel lack is the opposite of abundance and it didn't feel in alignment with me. But I know that so much more within my spirit, within my heart, and it feels more solidified within me today. But it wasn't that solidified months ago, years ago. Because I'm not the same person. And I think that we can all be able to turn that not only back on ourselves, but also to the world around us, that there are people who definitely do not show up very skillfully in anything. There are some things that we have expectations for people that they do not meet. And then maybe up until now, it could be a pattern for us to hold it against them, to say... Well, I expected you to show up like this, and you were obviously not showing up like this. And now I'm feeling a little bit of judgment for how you showed up. I'm feeling a little bit of resentment for how you showed up because my expectation was maybe something different. But again, it's like you're holding the only person that is actually feeling that judgment, guilt, resentment is us. And Every time maybe that person pops up in your head or that action that you did pops up to, into your head, the feeling you have, no one else is feeling that. It's only us. But again, that's okay because just as we're able to hold space for judgment, guilt, resentment, anxiety, shame, we can also hold the same amount of space for. Letting it go because when we continue to hold on to it, we're repeating that pattern and it keeps us low, it keeps us away from love, it keeps us away from the forgiveness that we are deserving of. Because all forgiveness is actually self forgiveness that every time there's someone who outside of us does something and we hold that. It all comes back to us because they don't actually feel it. They don't feel the same kind of anger or judgment that you feel towards it. It's actually just us. And when we're putting energy into all of these, I'm going to say lower frequency emotions, we no longer hold space for healing. We no longer hold space for growth. We no longer hold space for transformation because we're so wrapped up into maybe that one person at that one time and that one place in space, and we can keep repeating it over and over and over again. But when we put our energy into that, we remove or rather we redirect our energy towards something that is no longer part of something that can be far more beneficial. That when we hold on to resentment and judgment, we no longer see love. But love is always there. Love never leaves a place. It's just perspective that we can actually see a situation. We can see a person. We can actually see ourselves from that same maybe moment in time that we can see it from a different perspective that removes the block that um, may have been there and can transform it into honoring the fact that we're all growing, all of us, at every single moment in time. Even when the growth may look different, even when the growth may look a little bit slower, maybe the growth doesn't even look like the growth is there at all, but it is always there because every single moment that we are living, we are given a chance over and over and over again to show up as the people that we would love to see. And that's why we hold to our vision because the vision of the most successful version of Nikita, um, the most successful and most loving and generous and abundant and prosperous version of us knows that forgiveness is not only a choice but it frees us. It's like we shackle ourselves, actually different one, the like a jail cell that we put all these people, maybe even ourselves in these jail cells. And we have to stand guard as the jailer because every jail cell, every prison need the jail guard. And we, every single time we think about that person, event, place, ourselves, we put our energy into it as the jail guard. But we have to stand guard at the prison in front of those cells in order to make sure those people never get out of those cells, that cells that they are reminded of the hurt that they have done, us or other people, that they have shown up in a way and they are that you refuse to remove them from that. But again, that's just energy, that if you choose to put them in that jail cell, if you choose to stand guard every single moment you remind yourself of that then again that's just more energy that you could be putting back into yourself back into forgiveness and love that helps elevate yourself in so many different ways that the frequency like you can heal your body